you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, Edie. Hello, everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit, and welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 131. In today's episode, we discuss the brand new Overwatch 2 PvP beta. It's here. What are our thoughts? Why is there a 2? so many questions there is time we answer it all i also go on a little bit of a rant which i don't really do uh about halo it was awesome though so prepare yourselves um back from the dead skull and bones most of you don't even know what that was but stay tuned blue isn't here however his opinion about a movie is um is. as well as some of our experiences in uh la toileta um the lord of the rings uh tv show and other things including questions and answers so stay tuned thank you for listening thank you for watching love you guys let's get into it pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break ladies and gentlemen welcome to gg over easy podcast episode 131 thank you for joining us today uh you are joined by you're listening to rather uh myself yeah. and rob and blue Hello. is i don't know he AFK. might okay we don't yeah, we, we don't we, we don't, don't actually he could be dead we're not sure yeah oh we hope not i, no, I certainly hope not. Hope not. what yeah. if that if that ages poorly i will be so sad and i'll that would actually you. yeah that would that kind of be like that one time i made it your mom joke. i would to, never like, make him. that joke <laughs> blue yeah uh he might just hop in at some point we're not sure uh yeah, and 
So we got a podcast to do, baby. We got to get keep the right. people the episode. You know, we got to get them the sauce. Speaking of sauce, doesn't have anything to do with sauce. sauce. But I was struggling this morning, my dude. Uh, in terms of, I start leg day right. I started working out. Okay. Uh, just, just a couple exercises. My like, oof, got poop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, it's time to poo poo. I kid you not. I don't think I have never felt like this is it. Then this morning, I thought I was gonna die in the toilet. I thought can I, it was dead. Can I? Can I? Is it more of like yeah, here pain or there pain? But pain, but like it was. It was a combination of. So here's the thing. I've been dieting for a while on a caloric deficit. What does um, that mean? Which part? like what is your diet and system? Oh. Uh, well, the biggest part, first half is a caloric deficit. So I'm eating 2000, around 2000 calories, uh, every day. And then the diet itself is like breakfast, you know, got my protein, French toast. Uh, and then I've thrown in some fruit, some fiber, you know, I got like some strawberries, blueberries. Now you got your factor. That's right. And then lunch is usually factor. Um, snack is a protein shake. And then other snack is usually like Greek yogurt. And then dinner is, depends on if I, you know, what I've eaten. So it's, it might be another factor. It might be a healthy uh, okay. frozen meal. Some You but, like parfaits? So you make yourself a nice, good parfait? Parfaits are good. Yeah. We like parfaits. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tried to do that. I got a bunch of stuff for parfaits. Uh, I, threw, I threw all the fruit away because I didn't eat it at all and it's moldy. <laughs> yeah. So. You got you to gotta act quick. Yeah. That's, that's my bad. Um, but anyway, so the point is... Eating so few calories uh, and working as much as I do, um, I don't poop very often. It's about every other day just because my body, like, I'm, because essentially what's happening is when you're pooping, you're, you're pooping out excess stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff your body, it's Doesn't like a little it. too much. Or, yeah, it's like, all right, well, we got to get rid of some of the byproduct, all that kind of stuff, or just something we just can't even digest right now. Well, I'm j- my body's just like, bruh, we need everything. So I don't poop that often. But right now, today, when I did, boy, it was like a mix of constipation and I'm trying to think of the best. It's like, I'll tell you this. It felt like, it felt like I had just been probed anally. And if that's it, it don't, it don't feel good. All right. Because Uh-oh. somebody was sticking a monster brother and that can't be like that's gotta be like a condition or something like well it it was just like it you look in the toilet no but i was like this is it i'm getting there's no way i get out of this without (laughs) it was it was a mix of like i'm gonna get a hernia i'm gonna get hemorrhoids and i think i'm gonna pass out can i ask what a hernia is now i'm gonna i'm gonna give you my interpretation of a hernia okay it's when you push too hard and your butthole goes inside out correct no. Okay. Wrong. A hernia. Um, I don't know this specifically. I think hernia isn't necessarily... I, I want to say it's only sp- a hernia specifically related to your stomach mm-hmm. around there, but uh, I believe a hernia, and I'll double check this. I'm going to give you what I think, and then we'll figure out how wrong okay. I am. Okay. 
uh, hernia is essentially a hole. You like you essentially like rip the muscle or whatever. You strain it so much or something, and something rips, and then some stuff can get sucked in or whatever. As far as I know, it's not good because I know that like that's when you go to the doctor and they're like, hey, you know, like they touch your balls and they're like, hey, you know, look to the right and cough. Yeah, they're trying to make sure your balls don't get sucked in because if you have a hernia, your ball it can like get sucked ah. into that hole. Yeah, could you imagine? You sit there like, oh my god, where did it go? Um. No, I haven't been to doctors in like three years. <laughs> That's you should probably work on that. So that is my very primitive knowledge of a hernia. Um, no, you're the, you look about right. I'm looking at this thing. It says like abdominal muscle, and then there's like a gap, and then it has a loop of the intestine kind of uh, yeah. lipping out into. Um, yeah, that doesn't look great. So yeah, I, I think I kind of got so, so it can either sometimes bring things in but especially in this case things can bulge um specifically it says it happens when a part of an internal or, or tissue bulges through a weak area of muscle because you're you're straining that muscle and then just kind of Yo, good thing my saying? muscles are like a1 like you know i got strong muscles uh <laughs> like that uh, i must have because this morning it, and it was even worse because this is what is it, it felt like if i if i don't try and push this thing out it's stuck. Like, it's not It's not passing on its own. Like, I got buckled down, and I got to get this thing out, right? Grab the spoon. I was... Poor Claire's in the kitchen, and I'm in the bathroom. She's like, what is going on? Wait, you did this on the main floor kit bathroom? Well, because I, I was in the gym. What is wrong with you? I was in the in my garage, so I cut, that's the get closest to bathroom. The, get to a private area. Well, you I know forgot. what? Somebody at Fruit Summit took a bomb in there and it like ruined the living room. I like never poop like... in there. But the problem too is because we don't have my squat a potty in there. Like if oh, you if you so don't you have weren't it... at a perfect like ratio. No, here's like... the worst part. I was trying to. I had to strain myself. Like my calves were getting the greatest workout of their life. It was a second leg day. Because I'm having to like prop myself up to try I'm like, I I should have just called like, babe, get that squat a potty. But I had to make my own squat potty. It was like I'm writhing in pain, man. And it's and I was I was like, either I pass out or this thing's coming out or both. And I don't know which is gonna happen. And the poop has never hurt that much. It was miserable. It was Sorry, it was like Did you look at the crime scene? Yeah. There was blood for sure. It wasn't as much as I thought though. Bro, like that's, that's not a normal thing. No, it's like, not. But mean? I knew pushing that thing out, I'm like Something is something ripped. Bro, There's no way. What? So it's a, I don't it was a think I've thing. ever pooped blood. I've puked blood. But, but you, you, you tell me you don't even look at the toilet though. Sometimes, like, but like. But see, I look every my, time. My poops so, are very like I don't know. I just I'm in and out, dude. I don't like. But so don't see, I've about. seen every one of my poops, so I know. But you haven't, so your your yeah my your data uh, set is a little very yeah. For all we know, every one you haven't looked at has been blood. How would we know? Uh, so anyway, See, I don't like. Oh yeah, because you like, hmm, like. But it wasn't much. It, I was That's good I because guess. there was one time, a couple years ago, where I felt like a similar. I think poop. you took a pig, right? Like, is that the one? Well, where you no, took no a pig? that one was with like coagulated blood. I was trying to figure that, out, and that was because of meds or something. But there was one time I had a similar poop, and I looked down, and the toilet bowl water was red, essentially, and I was like, "Oh my!" I thought I was dying. Fuck. 
But so right, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to breathe <laughs> at the moment and not gag. So this one, I'm thinking about that picture. Well, this one, I was like, that it's got to be the same thing, and it wasn't. I don't know how. Well, My, you know, did you think you were passing a kidney stone at all? No. What? Those go no. through your penis anyway. Well, yeah, but you you don't pee and poop at the same time. Well, I do, like but I, the, the 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 pain was not coming from the frontal area. Okay. okay. Um, and so yeah, woof, man, it was. Have it's like ever... when they say, you know, like a baby's head's coming in the wrong direction. I feel like that was sure. the poop. Because if the poop had oriented You're itself it came out this like way, sideways, like this. Right. Right. Like Interesting. It, instead of just going like this Straight, easily, like, you know, it's coming yeah. out like this. So I'm like, <laughs> ah. It was, yeah, that sounds like a bad time. And then I had to go do like that after that. It was. Have you, uh, this is a very guy question, but have you ever sat down, gone to the bathroom? I'm sure most. This has only happened to me like off. one time ever because it's like it has just has to be the perfect kind of toilet, perfect angle, everything. Right. Have you ever peed sitting down and like before you poop, and the pee shoots between the gap in the toilet seat and the and the toilet itself, and then you pee kind of outward? <laughs> no. You've never done that. I've done that like one or twice in my life. Well, I'm trying it's to think. I don't rare. think I've ever. Yeah, I don't think I've ever peed on a toilet where the there was a, a big enough... There's, there's like a little... Ga- like a, It has to be... I'm telling you, it has to be like the perfect angle and then you're like... The way it just... Well, it, see, it has to... I can almost picture... Because I... It's happened like once in my life and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was pissed. There are, there are certain toilets I'm thinking about. I guess I'm never really using them, but like... I said, they seem older ones too. Where the Our lid... House. Oh, right. The lid comes it, down it those, and it has the little balls, essentially. Yep. That's exactly. What, those are the ones I think that that was. See, would but you have the modern toilets where it's like just a lid. Yeah, just, like there is no. Yeah, see, they they much. have eliminated that problem in your world. <laughs> in my world, it's still an issue. I didn't even know that was an issue. That's crazy. Yeah, it's very very uh, very niche issue, but it has happened to me. I, I would just be looking at like, what. Yeah, it was uh, the good thing I was at home though. Like it wasn't like a public place. Um, and when I went to my aunt Linda's well, once, I broke her toilet. That was embarrassing. And it wasn't, well, it, but the you, thing was, it's like who, whoever pooped on that next was going to break it. It just happened to be me. And she had one of those real, I'm talking like this bathroom is from like the fifties and it was like this old ceramic. Is it one where like you pull like a, is it, was it like a pulley one? No, where it's like, they, they had installed like a, but it wasn't, it was like in between. They had like done some work on it, but like if, if I had tried to make a toilet bowl back in ceramics in high school, that's what it would have been essentially, the, the, the structural integrity. So I sit down, and I'm just trying to poop. And then just, I'm like, oh my. And the whole thing just cracks and half water starts going everywhere. I'm like, oh my. It no just way. like and it like, wasn't even anything. It just like just straight up. You just, can't just leave the crime scene. Like nah. you're there. Like, yeah, you I'm like, there. I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, mom. So why? I'm like, you should come here. I'm in trouble. And not bring anyone else. <laughs> yeah, that was embarrassing. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, since the last podcast, um, Cindy and I have introduced Willow and Albus. Actually. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Uh, not too bad. Uh, first couple days, Willow was not about it at all. Uh, here we are, I think, a week into it now. And she's all... And she, I wouldn't say she's all about him. Like, she... He tried to lick her and like groom her, and she got fucking pissed. Yeah, like, she nah, was like, nah, 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 nah. "Yeah, not yet. We're um, not there yet." You know. 
Yeah. And then, but like, she goes and like plays with him. And then when we show up, she's like, oh, uh, I hate him. Uh, like, get, yeah, get away explain. from me. Like, yeah, get away from me. And like, hisses at him. But like, when we're away, we literally hear him running all up and down the sta- upstairs together. And then as soon as we show up, she's like, oh, uh, has it's, this it's like. It's not what it looks like. Yeah, but it's going okay. No, no, nothing where it's like he's hissing at her. He's like he has not once hissed at her. He's nothing but a, like docile. He's like, creature. bro, like, let's just love each other. Yeah, dude. let's just like relax. Just like um, let's. So yeah, you're let's a go. ten right now. Like let's bring that down. Yeah, going way better. That's good to hear. Yeah, your you know what was also going player? way better. Oh, Overwatch two. Hey, yeah. Since yes, uh, time you listen to this. The Overwatch PvP beta released uh, last Tuesday, specifically April 26th. Yep. Um, and we've been playing every day. First day was, well, the first couple hours of the first day were pretty rough. Yeah. Um, Overwatch pros, developers. Because we know without dropping names, because we hearsay. It's all hearsay, but I have heard from anonymous sources that during the alpha... Okay, so you have a source, says. Right, right, right. That during the alpha, what we experienced was essentially the alpha, which is why a lot of people weren't having fun because the alpha was such a limited flight or whatever. Yeah, that it was was essentially like developers, Overwatch pros, and then a a couple like family, friends, and content creators. But essentially, you would just queue up in every game. You're playing the same people, and it's just like a five-stack of pros. Yeah, it was like the average MMR was probably like 3,800 or something yeah. like that. So for the first few hours of the PvP beta launch, that's what we're playing against. Every game. And so it was like, woof. Like, well, I, I think I even mentioned it too. I was like, this isn't going well. However, I'm not. Fr- I'm frustrated because we're just playing people way better than us every game. And not because, I think I described it like the way I'm dying. Not once was I like, that was so cheap. Because yeah. the thing I'm enjoying about Overwatch 2 the most, which, by the way, everybody's like, Overwatch 2, Omega oh, oh, I can't believe, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a lot of misinformation. First off, if you have Overwatch 1, Overwatch 2, th- this PvP thing going on right now is free. In fact, apparently, like once Overwatch 2 PvP launches, Overwatch 1 just disappears. You just download Overwatch 2. Um, so if, if you already own it, it's free. Otherwise, it'll just be like buying Overwatch, which Ruben says is like on sale for 20 bucks or has been for a while. Um, but I am in the same boat where this should have gone the Fortnite route where this should have been like Overwatch Chapter 2. Yeah. Not Overwatch 2 because I think it's... Can you like, still play Overwatch 1 when Overwatch 2 is out? No, well, it just replaces it. Okay, so it's just okay. So for some people, though, it will be sad because, like, some of the reworks and the old stuff and, like, the old six feet, like, you just won't be able to play that anymore. Um, but, like, Fortnite Chapter 2 did more than essentially what Overwatch 2 is doing. And well, what did, Chapter, what two did was Chapter 2 bring? It was more so just lore. Well, boats, no. So that map. was like they completely remade the engine. Uh, graphic overhaul that was when they did the graphics like oh, that was when right. fortnite went into that the black, black hole. hole yeah 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 
and then three days later showed up. Um, for Overwatch, they went to the black hole. And instead of three days, it took three years. Um, and, and it came out with a two on its name. Um, I'm not hating it for the sake of hating, but yes, to everybody who's like, it looks like Overwatch 1, that's because this is just a big balance patch. Really. Yeah. Um, they've added some maps. They're currently in the beta, there's only Sojourn, the new hero. But you gotta think, and I think it's been leaked, there'll be a couple more at launch, even though there should be like eight or nine. Um, we'll have to see. But yeah, like, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot too, because everyone comes in here and is like, I'm confused, this looks like Overwatch 1. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's, it, it is. It is, like, except like, they have a new think- lighting engine, a new UI, but like, aside from that, uh, it's now 5v5. You're not so wrong, but it is also Overwatch. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't want to say it's just Overwatch 1 because it's not. Well, I say it's like it Overwatch 1.5. Like, that's. Yeah. It's. I, I just feel like with Overwatch 2, people are like, oh, it's going to be like totally different because it's 2 right. now or something. But in well, reality, that's what I'm saying. It's like, they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Just stupid. Like, it just doesn't make. Just. I, it just makes me feel like even more so when they announced Overwatch 2 that it was a smokescreen type of announcement. I mean, like, Overwatch 2, the PvE thing makes sense. But especially now that they're splitting it, and so it's only, like, this PvP part's coming out first, it just doesn't make as much sense. Um, and I, can you guess when the Overwatch 2 was announced? I mean, it was whatever, whatever Shanghai thing was. I want to say... 20 was it like uh summer 2020 no november 2019 jesus yeah so yeah it'll be about three years when it actually three that's years that's crazy crazy like because and i and what what i really well i'm excited about the custom games like that's what i'm really excited about and kind of like what everybody can do with the workshop and how easy it'll be to make videos i think in the overwatch uh like, that's what I'm more excited for with Overwatch and that we don't have to wait two, three years into Overwatch 2's life development to get that type of stuff right. to win the point. Well, it's already dead. The community's gone and stuff like that. So I think having those custom games will be awesome right at launch. Uh, and as a PvE streamer, like, I, I'm excited <laughs> for the PvE stuff. Like, that'll be fun. Can't wait. But, like, I'm not, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they could do to make me go, like, holy shit. Like, this was sweet. Well, I mean, that's... So, I should also preface... We're going to talk about what we like. I'm just starting out by addressing all the people who are like, why is this Overwatch 2? And agreeing with you that it's kind of a misnomer. Uh, It is an improvement and an upgrade, but it's... Especially this day and age, when you hear a sequel... Like, I, I think that's kind of the problem is because of the nature of Overwatch. How do you really make what was a PvP only game a true sequel to where people would see it and be like, oh, this is a sequel. Um, and I, I just don't think there's really a way you can do that with Overwatch. Kind of like Fortnite. Like, that's why they named it, like, Chapter 2, Chapter 3. Because, like, what, what yeah. is Fortnite 2? Well, exactly. They still call it Fortnite. They right. don't call it Fortnite 2, Fortnite right. 3. Instead, they're just like, Fortnite Chapter 3, Season Woo! 7. Um, so I'm with you all there. Um, and I, I think that's also what, what's hurting it for some people. Uh, 
when they come in like, oh, Overwatch 2, what is this new game? Wait, you're playing all the same heroes on the same maps. It looks the same. I'm confused. That's why. For me, it's more fun. Um, and I, the improvements, they're not as sexy. Let's say that. Um, so like there is a new lighting system, which you can kind of tell. But I guess also I haven't played Overwatch in so long that it wasn't like a flick of the switch. I'm like, oh, that looks prettier. But it's not like huge. You think it looks prettier? Some of the the lighting. I mean, everything else looks oh, just about the like, same. Yeah, the game um, I think kind of looks like shit. What? I don't think it looks. I mean, bad. I wouldn't say it looks like shit, but I think it just looks very man. Really? I don't know. I mean, I just, it looks like yeah, Overwatch. I was. I think it's fine. I I th- I just expected. I think a little bit more graphic wise. I just some well, some places it just looks flat, and then some places looks great. Like it's. Just, well, I think some of the problem though is too with Overwatch is. It's a stylized game, so it's not like Call of Duty where it's like, oh, this is more photorealistic. Like you can't. There's only so much you can do with a game like Overwatch. Um, so I think that's more subtle. But I think the ones they mainly dro- drove home were lighting and audio. And audio, you do notice on especially a couple people like Soldier's Gun is a lot meatier. Uh, like Bastion, I think got so some of the the audio has been reworked, which is cool. But none of that is what makes it fun. Uh, the stuff that makes it fun is essentially the quality of life and balance stuff. Um, the stuff that kind of under the hood that at, if you're an Overwatch player who hasn't played in a long time, you click on Overwatch 2 stream, you don't immediately notice. But it's kind of the intangibles. So it's, first off, you don't even really notice it. But there's the, And actually, yeah, now that I say it, like, you could tell me Overwatch 2 is still 6v6 and I like, kind of believe it. Aside from the fact that I know I can't queue with my friends, but like, yeah, it hasn't hurt it in a in a bad way. Um, it also hasn't like helped it a ton. I think it has some where it's less chaotic. Yeah. Um, but I think where the fun comes from is the five v five because there's no longer two tanks because it feels like the more tanks you put in a comp, the more toxic it gets. That's where you start to like really uh like abuse things angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right it's because now you can compare upfront prices book a service instantly and even get your project handled from start to finish sounds easy it is and it makes us so much more than just a list get started at angie.com that's a-n-g-i or download the app today the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. And then on top of that, removing all hard CC from everyone except tanks. And what, like Anna, who has her sleep dart? Um, so now, if if you're not a tank, you don't. Nobody has shields, barriers, nothing except for Brigitte and, and like her. I also didn't know kit. Sombra. Sombra's hack is one second. Yeah. So now Sombra hacks you, and yeah, you're locked out of abilities for a second. Um, McCree's 
grenade is just damage and it sticks. It doesn't do, it doesn't stun. Um, like uh, Brigitte's Bash is just a knockback. It's not a stun. Um, really? I didn't notice that. But it's good that like I don't notice those type right. of things. Like, uh, yeah. And even in the tanks, a lot of people have had either barriers removed or just weakened. Like Reinhardt's is a little weaker. Um, Orisa doesn't have it anymore. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, that was kind of what they talked about. Like That's why they gave him a better charge to two fire things like and they I want him to he, be him able to Sigma do are the only like shield or well winston i guess too. Right. like um but yeah there's like three characters now that have shields anyway and you can't see two on a team so what what ends up happening is like fights actually, actually just kind of play out right and that's why we went the whole day and it was frustrating because we were getting stomped but it wasn't frustrating because it was like dude this seat like at not one yeah, point not did playing. i die Right, and I was like, dude, that's so stupid. Like, I didn't even get... They're just stacking. I can't kill them. They can't... It's like, you actually just... Yeah, it's like, oh, I got frozen by a May and just shot in the face. Right, yeah, May doesn't freeze anymore. Her ult does. But uh, she only slows. Um, it's all just those small things that even playing you don't consciously think about, but, like, you sit back and I was like, that You're was fun. You're glad you don't have to think about it anymore, though. Right. Like... It's nice that it's no longer a thing you think about every single game. And I think that's what's made it a lot of fun. Um, on top of having a game where all the boys are playing all at once again. That's been fun. Yeah. And that's like, I think the most fun I have is like, I can always, and like the people are like, how do you like an Overwatch? And it's like, it's super fun, but like, I really won't know until like I solo queue, duo queue type of thing. Cause I can five stack with the boys and, rust and have a good time you know right. dead by daylight dead like it doesn't really even matter like so i always feel like i can't judge a game until like i'm playing it like kind of by myself um but with roll queue and all that kind of stuff um i think it'll be cool um i'm having a good time uh i just wish they had more custom games for us to do in the beta but i get it like they're testing how long does the beta thing. run for uh it's like may 16th or 17th it ends so, like, from the start, it was... From this Tuesday when it launched, it was three weeks, I believe. So we have uh, two and a half more. It's a good time. I, I really like it. I'm having fun. Um, some of the heroes are totally different. And, like, I don't get it. Like, Doomfist is a tank now. Orisa, though. Sick rework. Yeah. Orisa uh, is now not the most brain-dead, boring champ who no one wants to play. Now I'm like, oh, sweet tank? Orisa. I did like her pull, though, but her javelin, I guess, is pretty cool, too, though. Right. And, and I think part of the pull was just it was a little clunky, and then also part of that, too, was the frustration getting pulled. Like, it feels a little more fair getting hit by a javelin and pushed or whatever, rather yeah. than a whole team got pulled. and um, But, like, it's way more fun, too, than, like, I'm just throwing a barrier down and... And shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, and then uh, my old. I'm, gonna... I'm putting the bongo drum down, and I think it's helping. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I think it's um, helping. Yeah. So Reese is a lot more fun. A lot of it is. Um, supports got shafted though. Three years, yeah. and there is literally like no change for supports, aside from everyone gets some passive health regen. And I think that is probably my biggest complaint about Overwatch Two at the moment. I think, like, the next heroes, like, I think they need to introduce, like, 
heroes three new support heroes at the same time type of thing i think it would like change the landscape give a new kind of breath to the game i'm i hate that they just that it's okay that they just release one hero and then they're like that's cool instead of like if they did two at a time maybe or something like that well that's what i'm saying when overwatch 2 actually releases there has to be a side with sojourn uh like at least five five new heroes or something um because like some of these reworks like orisa to be fair does kind of feel like a new one but she got like the biggest overhaul all the other yeah. ones are really small like it doesn't warrant three years of nothing for sojourn you know i guess um, doomfist and her probably had the biggest kind of right. changes and doom isn't really even that different he just kind of has a block and has more health and he has like a winston jump now um that's true. But as someone pointed out, it's like uh, someone queues up for DPS. Two people get to choose between like 18 characters. You queue up for tank. Now one person gets to choose between like nine. And if you queue up for support, two people choose between seven. And there's like, yeah, there's just no... And to be fair, I do... I can't kind of empathize if they're like, we don't know what to do because to be fair, with supports... It is easily the one that could break the game the most. Yeah, and there's only so much you can do, yeah, without suddenly like opening Pandora's box. Yeah. Like, like see Br Brigitte release. Um, like, how would you th how would you make a support hero? Like, I can't even I don't even know where to begin yeah, no, on what a support hero would look like. Yeah, I'm not telling them like, oh, I know how to make one. It's just, I think, for the health of the game and especially for the sake of support mains, um, for them, they waited three years and now they're playing. They're like, "What? What's it? the only thing that's happening now? Are more things are diving me and I can't do anything." Like that's or Dado, dude. <laughs> yeah, Dado on Zen was on the Suicide Watch, man. Um, especially with Dooms. Doom was his his nemesis. Um, it's cool that like with Zenyatta now, though, if you get hacked by the Sim, you don't go down to like five health immediately. Oh, yeah. Twenty health. Um. But overall, positives here. I think some of it helps too is I I had my expectations managed. I knew what to expect from Overwatch 2. Agreed. And that's why I don't blame people who are out of the loop and have only heard Overwatch 2 and are now looking and are like, I don't get it. It's Overwatch 1, essentially. And so, I again, I think that's why the, the naming bit was... I think more harmful, perhaps, if it had launched alongside how they initially planned with PvE, you could have made some a better argument like, well, there's been PvE, PvP updates, but now look at this entire PvE section. But right now it's just, there's a new hero and some new maps. Yeah. Um, and then no balance GCP changes either. that a lot of people won't immediately notice. See, and did they did they like put new maps in for the two CP maps that we lost? You know what I mean? Uh, well, I don't know. I so like I get we got two new maps, but we also lost what? Well, there's like three? I think three or four new. There's the Canada one with push. There's the Coliseum one with push. There is um, Brooklyn Metro, right? The Brooklyn... right the fire truck thing. Yeah, um, and then. Or is the can and I think 
the push one is still the one with the whatever the ice rink thing. There one oh more? no, that's Brooklyn. The ice rink one, I think, is Brooklyn. I don't know, but there might be one more. But there's like three or four new maps. Um, but I don't know what they're doing with the two CP they took out. But I have a hard time believing they're just gonna drop it. Um, I have a feeling they'll like repurpose them or something. Yeah. Um, or like use a lot of the assets to like kind of remake the map to work for like a push game mode now or something. Um, but a lot of this stuff just isn't in the beta yet. Like a lot of the original Overwatch heroes, like their character portraits are updated, like Reinhardt and Mercy and Soldier and stuff, but they haven't actually added the in-game models yet or anything. So there's still some stuff coming. Um, but it was nice proof that the balance changes did do something and the game's just fun right now because we talked about that with the old Overwatch. Like, the Overwatch just kind of slowly crept into this weird place where it's like there are so many problems, so many core problems, I don't even know where to start. Like... It was. Yeah, it truly like, was. It's not like okay. Well, just like tuning this one thing or removing this one thing isn't going to change things. And so I do think the sweeping changes they made worked. I just wish they would have come out earlier. Um, but it's here now. Um, and I'm having fun. It's definitely like a good beta. Um, you know, of recent betas I have played, like the Halo beta and other things like that. Uh. It's definitely one of the more enjoyable betas. There wasn't a ton of issues in terms of like getting in or I didn't have a lot of FPS drop. I know Shark kind of did. Um, yeah, I haven't had any problems. Uh, but it's a good time and I'm having a lot of fun with it and I just hope people like the custom games that come from it. Um, speaking of Halo though, Halo TV show. I just caught up oh. on all but the most recent episode last night. Okay, just you can spoil it. I don't give a shit. I'm not watching. Well, I, I, I think there's not really much to spoil. I'm just going to say this, dude. Chief, put on the suit, brother. It gets worse, He man. doesn't wear the Master Chief suit? He doesn't wear the helmet. He doesn't wear the suit. Like, literally in that first episode where you see Chief in his suit, it was about 80% of the time I have seen him in oh armor. God. Not even just his helmet. In armor. Like, though, what are we doing here? What is he doing right now? Like, because the last thing I watched, he like dropped off that chick on the planet and then left. And then oh, I was like, oh, I'm not speaking of which, dude, that I chick. was like, I'm not doing that anymore. Like, <laughs> every scene she is in, they keep like trying to have this little, like, you know, parallel storyline with her. Mm -hmm. I want to go through, do fruit director cut, and just delete those, take them away. Is They're it almost like Finn and. Uh, roses kind of thing in Star yeah, Wars I, and it's just exactly. like why why is this here? Except <laughs> there's not even Finn to make you be like okay well there's some reason I should care about this it's just that girl and I'm like I don't care about this girl. She gets on my nerves and that's another problem I have with the show everybody's so stupid every main character They're just the dumbest. Nobody nobody's smart Um, and yeah it's, it's, so I'm just sitting here it's like if you had told me this is just some sci-fi thing I would have believed you because I wouldn't know this is Master Chief. He was just walking around in pajamas all the time. Um, and then walking around in pajamas. And then sometimes you'll get him in a suit. I'm like, okay, thank God. They'll show a scene where he's finally in a suit, his helmet. Like, there's some point he arrives on this planet. Where's the action then? If he's not even in a suit, is that just, just none? It. I'll get to that. 
Um, <laughs> it goes like an episode and a half, literally, of screen time. You don't even see him in armor. And eventually gets his planet, the shot, he's in full armor. I'm like, yes. Finally, there's Master Chief. Go. Within two seconds, takes the helmet off for the rest of the episode. I'm like, why? Why are we doing this right now? Do we, like, it's a joke, man. I, I get there's a dude under there. I've seen plenty of them, all right? You don't need to. Well, yeah. What episode are you at? I just finished five. Has a ring been introduced yet? Like, no. A fit. Come on. But I man. think uh, it seems like I, this next episode. They talked about it, I think. Like, I think this next episode is going to start to show something. Um,. But, but you're yeah. almost at the end of the season now. Like right. we're that's the action <laughs> thing. We ended episode five. Great, like four or five minutes. Suddenly I'm like, this is Halo. This is sick. And that's when I realized like, Where's this been? That's when I realized the last time we had an action sequence essentially was the first ten minutes of the pilot on that planet. That has been it. And that action was like okay, you know, it wasn't right. like the best. It had its moments. I like it more now because just simply because I've been drip fed. I have nothing else. Like I have to enjoy it because you're just no, desperate for anything. There's no other action. So this was like the second time we've seen Spartans doing something, and it was a cool sequence. And there's a cool fight. He's fighting Covenant. It was cool. I was like, finally, hell yeah. There, there's Chief. I missed him. And then you know it was like four or five minutes up. <laughs> um, I don't need my helmet to fight you. <laughs> so like I'm trying, I'm still gonna watch it, but like, I can't. Do you think you're just watching someone's like fan fiction of Halo or something? Like it's getting real hard to separate because every time something happens, I'm like that's not how this works. Like, <laughs> they, it's just such a loosely. They took, dare I say, maybe a little too much creative no freedoms, guardrails. right? Like, like the you got a twenty lane freeway at this point. Of, like, I don't know. It shouldn't be a spoiler because it's like in the first episode or whatever. But the chick that is the leader of the covenant or whatever, like one of the high yeah. goddesses. I was like, I had this one of the weirdest things. Did but you know? I learned this because she can talk to or she can see the stone too, right? Or something like that. Well, apparently that's supposed to be Arbiter. But they just made Arbiter into her as a character. Instead of Why? Master Chief and Arbiter, we get Master like Chief cool and Chick. What is it? Does she have a name or like what I is like? I don't. I don't know her name. Every time she talks, it's just a bunch of. I can't. Well, just... she like uh, she can touch. She touched the stone too and sees things, right? right. And that's why. They What's that whole thing? Her. That's not even in the games. But I'm like, okay, whatever, sure. <laughs> I'll work with that. But then it's just. Well, it's just... that's their interpretation of <sighs> like. Uh, What's the other enemy type in like Halo Four? Uh, that like oh, you find Prometheans. out, yeah. It almost seems like they're Promethean type of architect or something. I don't know. Oh, and then in one of the episodes, you see like a little silhouette of a hunter. I'm like, oh shoot, this thing's about to mess them up. But then it doesn't show the hunter. I don't know where the hunter went. The the hunters are the giant things with the shields, right? Right. That, like like it like disembodied in the worms and attacked people. I was like, where's the hunter, dude? I, like, I was telling Claire, I was like, they're about to get, like, Spartans yeah, have like, problems killing hunters. This is going to be sick. And you yeah. never saw the hunter. But, like, why bother teasing oh, you, you half of it? you saw it for, it? like, a second? Yeah. I was like, why bother even teasing if you're not even... 
And instead, they just like spread into these worms. And I was like, this, I don't, whatever. You're like, never mind, babe. This <laughs> so it's just like, it, pro it probably would be better if I haven't seen, haven't knew nothing about Halo. Does this get a season two? Maybe. But I don't know if it's already greenlit. But let me see. I'm going to look it up. I'm trying, man. I, I'm trying, but every it's like every character makes the worst decisions. And then the story just, yeah, I wouldn't really say it's getting better. Just been no payoff. And then they keep wanting me to buy into things. And I'm like, yeah, so season two is confirmed. so much goodwill. Oh, okay. So well, season two is confirmed. Who knows? You know, I'm huffing copium. Maybe that. This was their whole setup thing, and season two is going to be bang. Have uh, they had any mention of the flood at all? No. Which is fine, because I actually thought oh, at you one want point... That to be the you want that to be the bad. Right, you got to build that like... up. We barely even know anything about the Covenant. And if they're just like, oh, hey, by we the way... We haven't even seen Hunters, you know? Well, at one point, beginning of an episode, this, like, powered-down Covenant ship, like, exits warp space. And they're like, we don't have any lifeform readings and stuff. And I turned to Claire and I was like, if they introduce the flood right now, I'm pissed. And it wasn't the case. But I was like, I okay. swear to God. Um, who knows you how they're like, gonna... do, 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 do music or yeah, something? Like, like uh... who knows how they're going to do that? Um, We're going to the library. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that would make me watch the show if you're like, yeah, at the end of the episode, they ended up going to the library. I'm like, all right, well, I got to turn it on now. Yeah, so... I'm, it's just, it's it's so hard. Somebody had a great point actually when I was describing it. They're like, when Miss Fruit was talking about like Master Chief and the way they should have handled this armor and stuff, should have been like the Mandalorian, which I think about it, literally perfect. The Mandalorian, you've seen his face one like throughout the season, one time at the end, yeah, but just a little bit, but enough. You know, they're worried like, oh. People won't know you Master can't Chief. Connect with him. I would connect with the Mandalorian just fine the whole first season, bro. Okay. And I the whole was time like, you're like, come on, let me see his face. face. Like, let me like, come on, let me kind of see it. And then like, you finally do get to see it, and it's like, now I have a face to the character, you know. But I don't. But imagine I don't need that face. Imagine it went so far though. Now you're like, Mandalorian, dude, put put it back on, please. Put the helmet back on, man. But I also get like. Um, like just, just keep the helmet on. I don't care. He always has it off. You're saying constantly. Yeah. And the the bizarre thing is they'll do these shots and like emphasize the helmet. Like they know it's such a big part. Two seconds later, psh, like I. Uh, They're just fumbling. I mean, uh, the uh, would you like to guess what the audience rating is uh for Halo season one? I'm worried it's high. What would be high for you? Anything above 50. It's above 50. Ah. It's at 55%. Okay. That'll still consider that pretty. That's still... Uh, that's still... The critic rating is 69. Nice. Yeah, but... How but is it really? 60... The yeah, the, the critics... Really, yeah, would you see critics, especially in something like this? I don't know. I don't, maybe that's just it. Like, I just... As much as I try and disconnect myself, I still can't take away a lot of the things I know or expect. So maybe that is like ruining some of the, the show for me. 
but it's just like literally don't take well, any don't expect anything don't assume any don't know anything like i don't know I, it's just pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool, and I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash gg and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code gg to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash gg. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because this is like, you know, in like Reach, or I don't think it was Reach, it was Halo 4 when Chief talks to like his creator, right? And that's kind of what they try and do here in this show, right? Is like, he talks to his creator lady and she explains why he makes them. And that's kind of what you're trying to find out in this season. It does. Don confronts Dr. Hosley and the lies of his past. The new prisoner seems to know John better than he knows himself. What the hell is all this? I don't know, man. But you don't get to see, like... uh, Do you get to see, like, how the Covenant live and, like, their society and stuff like that? I always thought that was really interesting. We haven't seen any of that, yeah. So, nothing there. Um, But, like, that was it. Like, they had that one action sequence. Like, Chief was doing Chief things. Like... 
he jumps off a warthog off a cliff to jump onto a banshee and then unloads into the banshee to crash it into like a a covenant ship to down that ship and then he comes out yeah. of the flames and i'm like that's that's chief that's something he would yeah, i was like that's yeah. ridiculous but then everybody like looks at him like what did he what was that and he's just like and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. and then that what was, was that? it and that was it like oh my god so then after that, he's doing this to save one of his spartans you care about the Spartans at all? Do the Spartans uh, give you any feelers or no? I don't know how I feel about them yet. They're less but stupid he's going than to, the others. He's going to save her, and this like dinosaur is just you know unloading an elite. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah, unloading indoor. Uh, and she's like about to die, and so like Master Chief comes over and like pow, like like shoots him with an energy sword or a pistol. He falls over, and then just sits there. Bah! and just like bashes it in and then like curb stomps and crushes his head like that was sick the whole time he's doing that the spartan's going chief no stop chief i'm like what like he's trying to kill you like what do you mean like, yeah, like and like that that elite has probably killed like so many innocent civilians you know like who fucking cares you're spartan like like chief, you ain't got no love. Hey, what is it like, chief? You're going too far. Chief, he's a human weapon, brother. Like, what is he gonna be like? Ah, oh, did, did that elite? And he's serve? at this point, did he's I like defect- too many. You know, at this point, he's like defecto from the UNSC, right? Like he has been like, what? Well, no, like, yes, no. He, well, because they've made up this whole like suppression pellets and stuff they put in, and they've lied to the Spartans this whole time. And so he took out his his emotion pellet thing. And so now he's like emotion pellet. They spend ten like, minutes of him in his spaceship going like, whoa, space, essentially. And it's just like, oh my god, brother. Like there's at one point he takes it out and he's just walking around the city and like listening to an instrument, like, I just wanted to hear what it's like for them to hear it. I, and I and I this just, is supposed to make you invoke emotion I'm from you going like, wow. When I envision my Halo series, man, I, you know. The directors, they're like, yes, this is really going to come across. I, like, I oh. think as much, I think it's, I'm the problem. As much as I tried to, like, put everything I know aside and be like, appreciate for what this it is. This isn't Halo. This isn't the Halo I know. Right. It's just, they haven't, they, I think what I was waiting for is, is like, I'll, I'll give you leniency. Just give me some fan service here and there. But it was five episodes of no fan service. Nothing. Until that last fight, episode five. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time. And then and then as soon as I'm like, the show can't. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's not that bad. It cuts to the girl and her storyline, and that's not like that's it. They're like, there's times where she's like, she might die. I'm like, good. Just get. Let's end this part. That means the story's done. Yeah, like let's just let's wrap this up. Go back to. Oh. I'm I thought trying, like they I'm were trying. done with her when he was like, "All right, peace." Like, me too. I was like, "Oh, thank God, we get to just go to ch-. no, no." And then, and the, yeah, and on top of that, she's the worst. That's but she's just the worst. There, I, I have a hard time believing anyone is like, "Yeah, I like her." Yeah, she's her. Sh- yeah, it's been real. Yeah, it's been sick, dude. I, I think she offers a lot to the story and the plot. I mean, you should know if I'm. I don't normally rant or like tear some apart like this. Yeah, this is like uh, I was about to say, like on the level of a Star Wars rant. It's. It is. It's. They killed your boy. I gave him my goodwill, and I'm running out of goodwill. All right. Yeah. 
So this is like if Pokemon came out with an anime that was just like. This is like if our uh, Legend Arceus was bad, you know, like they tease you with everything and then Arceus is just terrible. Like, I'll say this. You know, what? it might not be for me, which is fair. Who is it for then? If it's not for you, who is it for? If I'm if someone else is enjoying it, I'm not sitting here telling you you can't enjoy it. But if people who enjoy Halo can't enjoy it, then who is it for? Exactly. Like, I hope you're happy with the, your new, broader audience. I'm pissed, man. I'm going to read you a top critic review that is a good review. I'm just okay. a hater, I guess. I don't know. It's I certainly can't. not the kind of disaster that typically emerges when a video game launch into other mediums. Only time will tell if fans want to keep watching or just wish they were still playing. Rating B uh, from Brian T- Telecrio. Well, Brian, I wish I was playing. Um, from Matt Carble. Overall, it admirably delivers an experience that does right by Master Chief's most loyal fans, while also inviting newcomers to dive into its engrossing universe. Does right? They couldn't have executed on Master Chief any better. And, and this is what, what I had. That's what Matt Cabral has to say, man. All right. You take that over Matt Cabral. Yeah, Matt, we'll have some words. Clearly, you're not a Master Chief enthusiast. Uh, but okay, here's one from Henry C. And it's a half star. This is a half star review. So this is be he's going to tear into it. A disaster of a show. The creators and actors of the show obviously don't know what Halo is about. It is an entirely different story with Halo themes skimmed over. The plot, writing, dialogue, and acting are pretty cringe. Absolutely no respect to the Halo games or books. So many people are saying that it's a stoic Master Chief in live action wouldn't work. I wish they would just give in, uh, give it, it a go anyways. Yeah. Uh, Halo Landfall it. and Halo Forward Onto Dawn are both so much better than this new series. Which isn't a high bar, but... Um, but like, yeah, that, that's, that, I think the way he said it is perfect. This just feels like some sci-fi show that got the branding Halo... And like last second, we're like, oh, we can use this stuff. Okay, we that's Master it. Chief. This is Reach. Those are the Covenant. Like that's, that, that's the best way I can describe it right now. That's what it feels like for me. And to all those people who are enjoying it, I, I, I tried. I really did. I tried to just, I wish I could do it. I tried to just forget everything I knew. and was like, let's just enjoy it. But I'm going to be honest, if this wasn't, if the, I'll put it this way. If this wasn't Halo, I would have stopped watching. Like, if this was just a normal sci-fi show, space-themed, epic, whatever, I would have already given up on it. Like, what's that one sci-fi show you like that's kind of political? Expanse. Yeah, so if it, yeah. yeah it, like, it feels at times like they're trying to do that, but if Expanse like the never got like rebooted that? for another season, exactly. Like, if Expanse just didn't do any of that right. Tough. Man. I kind of want to watch it now just to kind of see this disaster. And then, like, but like, put it on watch the it while. Yeah, yeah you're, kinda, not, <laughs> you're not missing something where I'm not really watching. Sydney and I did just finish Yellowstone. I don't know if you've given that a shot yet. I haven't. Yeah. Uh, like but it? I did. Yellowstone is sweet. And what's cool is like, there's like a prequel to it uh, called 1883, which like shows how they got the land originally, type of thing in that year. 
And then there's like another one coming out called like the 19, like 1926, where it's like the little farm during the Great Depression and stuff like that. It's really pretty sweet. I just didn't like 1883 because I don't really like prairie life shows. So, oh, yeah. oh, my God. What? I was just looking at subscriber checks. I was curious if anyone had a take on Halo. Only Glitchy okay. commented, but that reminded me. Poor Claire. I'm that person. But at the end of the, the, the fight scene or whatever, first off, you know, Master Chief's making strategical battle decisions. He wouldn't uh, and yes. put him in compromise. That, but that's relevant. So at one point, Covenant ships flying away and he's like, oh, and he takes his BR his battle rifle, and he's shooting it. Except something's weird about the battle rifle. It's a full-auto battle rifle. I was like, I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't even. That's, there's one thing. I can't even have a battle rifle. Yeah, like, the battle, it's, that's one thing, man. Just, it's a. And I like how he's shooting, like, a, a that, giant ship, Covenant ship, with a battle rifle. That, like, well, said, that. <laughs> and at the start of the action sequence, he has an assault rifle on his back. So if you wanted him to fire a full-auto, you have. Like, what? he literally. Like, there's continuity issues. Like, it's not even just like the story. That's like, you can't even get the guns right. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like slinked in my chair at that point, like, kind of just finally accepting, like, oh my God. And I'm sitting there, like, it's, it's not, babe, it's not even a full auto. It's a three burst. Like, can And she's just like, uh huh, uh huh. I'm like, I just can't. Like, come on. There's one thing. <sighs> Whatever, man. It's not important. Oh. I'm and then I'm just sitting that. there thinking about, like, all the, oh God, just all the other shows you could be watching, or shows they could have done. Still thinking about my ODST. Like, what? Are, I don't even care at this point. Just make a show on Halo Three ODST campaign. Screw it, whatever. I'd watch that. I don't know. It's. Uh, I saw this meme. And it was about ODST, and it was like that chick who's crying. And it's like, babe, please stop. You're not an ODST looking for his teammates. And then it's like an <laughs> ODST, and it's like jazz playing. It's like, sorry, babe. I gotta find my teammates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't normally rant, and I know I don't normally have such a strong reaction. But yeah, I'm glad we uh, got to see it, though. That that's my feelings. If you disagree, that's fair. Um, uh, speaking of anything else, okay. You got yeah, it. speaking yeah, go of uh, reactions to TV shows that I think will probably. Uh, in the near future, once it releases, have quite the uh, the debates and hot takes. Uh, Lord of the Rings star Sean Astin says he got chills from watching Rings of Power. Really? Yeah. Which one is Sean Astin again? He's uh, he's Frodo's friend. Uh, freaking. Oh, he's Sam. Yeah, Sam. Um. Or Rudy. Is he just getting um, paid? Uh, does he feel obligated? I don't know. But that's reassuring. I mean, like, if you didn't like it, you wouldn't just say anything at all, right? Right. Like, like I'd like to think, yeah, like, if he saw yeah. it, his publicist would be like, cool, just don't say anything. Yeah. You know? Whereas, right, like, say. oh, I actually have something cool to say. They're like, okay, yeah, like, say Yeah, that. your your voice would go a long way. It's exactly in the way, like, hey, I didn't like it. Okay, keep that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I bet if they, he signed like an NDA and they were like, all right, you can watch it. And he's like, oh, man, I wish I could talk about it. They probably went rip. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude, like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like it? Go for it. <laughs> yeah, go for Indy it. Who? Yeah. That's what... um, 
but but he also something interesting which I didn't realize is he said is he was like I don't think Amazon would be willing to pay half a billion or over half a billion for a franchise to not do it right. And that's why I was like, wow, dang, they spent half a million for Lord of the Rings. But then I was thinking about it. Half a billion. If that gives them, I don't know if it's a license for just this show. Or like toys and merchandise. But and that kind of like seems like a steal. For Lord of the Rings? Because like, think about it. I mean, how much it. was Star Wars? How much did Disney buy Star Wars for? Oh. That was like, I feel like seven billion or something like that. So that's what like, I was, but like, you know, there are some movies that gross more than that. You know what I'm saying? So it almost just felt like, I don't know. Like a light investment for Jeff? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, Jeff, ma- if you can ma- buy Lord of the Rings for 500, like 500 fair, million dollars. Yeah, once you get up to that, like, I have such, we have such a hard time actually quantifying just how much that is. <laughs> but, I don't know. I just feel like half a million for Lord of the Rings. That, that's got to be. I don't know. I feel like I'm walking away. You said half a million. It's half a billion. I half a billion. Yeah. So sorry. No, yeah. Half a million. I would have thrown my hat in. I'd be like, yeah, guys, I'd be like, uh, hey. put some in the pot. Like, come on, we'll go in. You know, even. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll buy a steak. Uh, yeah. Well, 10%, 10%, 10%. Let's get in here. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's. I guess the other thing, too, though, is they have to have numbers. Like they, they were probably analytically driven seeing like, okay, well, in the past X amount of time, you know, merchandising, gaming, there wasn't a show. So maybe Star they were Wars trying to extrapolate. See that, that seems a little, because like, it's going to take some time for them to recoup that. But I feel yeah. like, I don't know. I guess the difference I mean, too is if they're doing a TV show. Like how do you, with ads, like you got to right, make like, it back with ads. The the or Prime services or Prime subscriptions you won't see that return as immediate. It's more of a residual, and yeah, a long term investment. But like, I saw it's like if they, I have a hard time thinking it's all Order the Ring license. It can't be. I don't know. Maybe it's just for Let the TV see, shows mean, or something. Because like now, if Amazon can pump out whatever Order the Ring games they want, Order the Rings merchandising, more show. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so Amazon paid a whopping two hundred and fifty million for the rights, and this is February 11, twenty twenty two. Only two hundred fifty million. Let's see, Amazon. So this That's is telling crazy. me one billion bet. So it seems oh, it's kind of all over. All, okay, yeah, no so, one knows, I guess. Okay, so it says the mooted one billion uh, cost two hundred and fifty million dollars for the rights, seven million, seven hundred fifty million to film this film six series. So it was $250 million for the Lord of the Rings rights and $750 million to film six series. See, wait, whatever what? that means. Yeah, yeah, wait, what? This is from The Guardian. Oh. And this was Tuesday, uh, November 20, uh, 2017. So this is like right when it kind of happened. I mean, all I know is I'm talking as if like, yeah, dude, that's Trump change. Yeah, as if like that is realistic. But I'm just thinking as like, you know, Jeffy, Jeffy B's picking it up. He's like, I don't know, maybe a half a million or... 250 for licenses. I mean, the first season alone, so it was $250 million for the license. And then the first season alone is costing $465 million to make. That's probably what he means by the half a million. Yeah. Is like they're pumping that much money. Yeah, so Amazon, yeah, so they bought the TV rights for Lord of the Rings for $250 million. So they're not making any films, they're just making a a TV show. 
see, I just re- for some reason I was thinking it's like they just got like the Lord of the Rings license. I'm like, yeah, Jesus, that would be. I wonder how much that would. It'd probably be more than Star Wars, probably. Because like that's nowadays. what I was saying. Like, mo- like you just pump out one Lord of the Rings movie and you've recouped that. You gotta think, right? Oh, easily. Um. Well, I mean. If well, you made a Lord of the Rings movie, it's going to cost a half a billion dollars. Yeah, well, I was so thinking, you would have yeah. to make a billion dollars to make half of that, or like to make double, I guess. Or to, yeah, just so to make I guess that makes investment. more sense. But uh, yeah, that's got to be. Is that the most expensive TV show? Was Game of Thrones oh, even that much oh, for a season? No shot. Because I, I heard before like, Game of Thrones, it was Rome, also HBO, and then I think Game of Thrones took it. And I want to see maybe now Lord of the, this Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. So, um, continue with that. Uh, let's see. Okay, so the top fifteen. I got this is from Screen Rain. Run so it down. Take that sure. it. Start from top. Updated as February twelfth, twenty twenty one. So, okay, that's uh, not... Deadwood. Uh, Four point five million per episode. Westworld nine million dollars per episode. Rome ten million dollars per episode. The Get Down, about $10 million per episode. I Friend. Even, I haven't even heard of Get Down. The Get Down was a fantastic short-lived series on Netflix that had 11 episodes and a budget of $120 million for the entire series, making about each episode about $10 million to make. Oh. I feel like Friends, I know why it's so expensive, but the difference is 95% of that is just paying the actors. Yeah. Uh, Band of Brothers, $12.5 million. Uh, ER, $13 million. The Crown, $13 million. Really? The Morning Show, $15 million. Jesus. Uh, They've been pumping money recently. $15 million. Wait, what is that The Mandalorian, $15 million. Uh, C, it looks like it has Jason Moa in it. It's an Apple TV series. Oh, I was thinking S. Two twins with eyesight are born, which throws yeah. the tribes into turmoil. Set in a future dystopian world, the series makes use of CGI in many instances, adding the cost of partial effects and salaries. Final cost episodes, $15 million. Uh, Mandalorian, $15 million. Game of Thrones, $15 million per episode for the last season. Okay. Uh, the Pacific, $20 million per episode. Uh, Disney Plus's Marvel TV shows. million plus per episode. And number one, The Lord of the Rings, total total budget of $1 billion. Jesus. I'm assuming that, like, licensing rights? Oh, my God. Yeah. But what's so crazy, yeah, is, like, so many of those. There are a couple of those that are, like, 10, 15 years old. But a lot of those yeah, are like, like a year old, well, two years the old. The oldest one, like top three, the Pacific, that came back in 2010. So the, specific, the Brothers the was Pacific, early 2000, all right? Yeah, the Pacific of this day remains the most expensive limited TV series ever produced by them and in general as well. Producers Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks didn't spare any expense when it came to the recreation of the bloodiest and violent, violent battles of World War II. I need to watch that. That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't either. That's just crazy, Must be on though. HBO or something. Yeah, it is on HBO. So much money. That's crazy. But yeah, so here's the, here's the open. It's good. I assume Amazon's like, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, us too. Yeah, like you, you, we're footing the bell. Uh, so hit your fit in the bill with your primes. <laughs> you primers. Um, I always go through a couple last things I had here real quick. 
Yeah. Um, this one's easy because the blue's not here. Um, we talked about it last podcast. Everything, everywhere, all the time. And I said it was great. Blue tweeted how it was like one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. He said it was fucking sweet. Yeah. I wasn't I need lying. I to go see it now. Yeah, go see it. Um, it, Most people don't care about this because... I always look forward to obscure games that are going to die anyway. Uh, Skull and Bones, which was announced by Ubisoft like three, four years ago. Yeah. Uh, That was announced like three, four years ago. And then just like, they're kind of like, well, we're changing things and then disappeared. They made an announcement today and now there's been a leaked like preview. uh, Leaked footage. Yeah. And I watched it. Shows NPC mutinies and ship crafting. And honestly, doesn't look bad. It it looks like is it more realistic. No, I from what I the way I would describe it is it's a more realistic Sea of Thieves is what it seems like. So more so, but servers with real people in them. Yeah. Okay. Of like what? Maybe twenty. I mean, we don't know specifics. Okay. But you can say with friends. You can come across other players. They said you can play it solo. I don't know if that means like same thing as like Sea of Thieves. A little mini chip. Yeah, where like no matter what, you're in a player server, but you can play it solo. But um, you start out with like a small little ship. You go through, you build in for me. You make your own ship. Your ships will eventually get bigger. You go around, you gather resources, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It looks pretty cool. Um, I already know most people are still going to complain about because I think this was the biggest complaint like four years ago whenever they revealed it was ship-to-ship combat when you board them is automated. And from what I could tell, this one was the same. I'm assuming it's going to be like, get them X percentage weak. You know, like maybe they have like 20% health left on their ship. Go next to them, rope them, whatever, and then it'll initiate boarding. And how they described it in in the footage was if you just shoot down a ship... Mm-hmm. Think of it this way, like you're only going to get 50% of their cargo. And the other 50% is just considered to be drowned with the ship. Yeah. But if you board them, you can probably get all the riches. Like you can plunder 90% right. of it before, yeah. But so I'm sure a lot of people will probably complain, well, I want to board and do actual combat. Seems like that's just not what they're going for. So I won't judge it until I play it. You play it. Right, like maybe it just makes sense, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Or I'm like, man, this would have made the game 200% better. Who really knows? Mm-hmm. Um, the no one thing I get it though, I right. feel like that was announced like five years ago. I, I thought it was just gonna die in like development hell. I, I mean, thought it was, was just it? Gonna... No, I'm gonna look it up because we weren't getting anything they kind of said they were working on, and I was like, 100%, they're just gonna be like, you know what, we've lost too much money, we're just gonna shelve it, but uh. Would you like to guess what E3 Skull and Bones was announced at? No, I don't want to. 2017? Yep. Oh, my God. Five (laughs) years ago, man. And I was like, oh, sick, dude. And then I'm like, I can't wait to play that. Yeah, I'm like, what what happened? And the crazy thing, too, is um, I remember when I went to uh, early Division 2, I think that was around E3, um, Gameplay capture. When I went there, it was like in San Francisco or something, some building, I was doing that. And on the other wing of this place, they were having people capture skull and bones. But we still hadn't heard anything. And I was like, how do I, like, I want to play. How did I get in there? And the thing is, everyone that went there, no one was able to use their footage. 
I didn't hear anything more about it. Like it just disappeared again. I'm like, what the? That's weird. And then like this is, the, and then they just pop up. Like, how do I go and capture that? Like, yeah, I was like, hey, shine me up for that. I want to. I've been looking forward to that. Hey, just swap me. Just swap me. Yeah, get on in here. Um, so I'm excited for it. Uh, one thing I was look. I I enjoyed. So it looks like you can play with your friends, but I don't think you'll be on the same ship because it seems much more like black flag assassin's creed um where like you're driving the ship and, and she, your crew kind of runs around right and, and this is actually what i liked was you have your giant ship and you have a giant crew like depending it scales with your ship mm -hmm. and for me i like that because it makes it feel more alive like yeah. that was the one thing about sea of thieves and i understand why but it was like i'm sailing by myself or like there's just you and me on the giant ship I gotta throw out the thing, shoot right. the cannon, and then like they board my ship. I gotta, like... It's fun and stuff, and it's what they're going for, but, like, sometimes it just doesn't feel alive. Like pirate. Right. But like this one, like, everyone's doing... You give them orders, you see them running around, you also have to feed them, otherwise they'll literally mutiny you. Like, they showed the dudes just coming up and, like, whacking you off the wheel and stuff. Um, But, like, that little bit of immersion, because when I play these games, I like to, like I like my immersion. Um... Mm -hmm. So I, I'll give it a chance. I'm excited. Um, I'm more just so excited to... Actually, because Arios was the first one that showed me. He's like, hey, dude, like, remember this game? Oh, my God, they just tweeted something. Because um, Arios and I have a acquired taste of Pirate odd, obscure life. games that not many people look forward to and probably die about on arrival. Uh, so he's like, dude, look at this. Uh, Did you guys then, meet on Gotham City? No. Uh, Modern Warfare... Oh, okay. But then we played a lot of God's Imposter stuff. Um, but uh, what the fudge? Oh, Arios, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I explained to him. I was like, I hope it's good, but if it's just going to be mediocre, I would have rather them released it years ago and it be mediocre and then we would have just been done with it. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully it's good. I'm going to play it one way or the other, though. Or kind of like a No Man's Sky effect. Like, now No Man's Sky's been out for the five years, and right. it's kind of okay now. Right now, it's like people love it. Yeah. So. Also, speaking of Modern Warfare 3, uh, Modern Warfare 2 was announced, oh, yeah. like, yesterday, switch. I think. You're like, wait, Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 2? Yeah. Um, I don't know who was in charge of all this, but... Yeah, but I don't know if it's a remaster of Modern Warfare nah. 2, or if it, this is, it's like, a sequel what to the Modern Warfare... Yeah, okay. Yeah, which is bizarre. But so Cuz they used like the same logo as Modern Warfare 3 kind of looked like, so but it was I don't know, it was weird. So, for those unaware, um next Call of Duty this year is going to be Modern Warfare 2, but not a remaster of Modern Warfare 2. It's a sequel to the reboot of Modern Warfare 2019, which sucks cuz I love Modern Warfare 2. Like that is But the good thing is Modern Warfare 2019 was the first Call of Duty in a while where it was like, dang. Call of Duty sick. Yeah, like they they did it. They finally like impressed and met expectations. And then Cold War and Vanguard came out. So now I'm hoping, okay, a sequel to that. Is this Infinity Ward? Yeah. Um, and I think it's because it should be going right about whenever the, uh, their plans for Warzone 2 or whatever is. So... Mm. Um, but I'm excited. We know literally nothing aside from that. Yeah. Um, and then there's been like reports like 
Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, most ambitious yet, most powerful yet. And it's like, yeah, okay, they say, say that, that about literally every Call of Duty, so that means nothing to me. They say that about every Bachelor season too. Like this is the it's, craziest. Oh, yeah. it's this is the craziest ending. <laughs> it's that in every Todd Howard episode on Starfield, where it's seven minutes of him sitting in the Kumbaya circle with his developers, but it's the most ambitious game we've done. And there's like three concept. Wait, there's more right episodes of that coming out. Like there was another one recently. I didn't even bother to watch this one. Um, and all it is is like concept art. Like none of it yeah, is and ever just, like. And then it's just really obscure buzzwords and like. We wanted the most powerful RPG system we've ever did. And then they don't actually explain it, but they're like, yeah, the player, like buzzwords, Interaction like, yeah, like the, the player, um, the fudge is the word, uh, agency, Experience? player agency is better than the way they shape and form the environment around them. And you're like, that's cool. But I stopped believing in these kind of videos like 10 years ago. When you made Fallout 76. <laughs> well, you and everyone else in the video game industry burns me. By trying to sell me all this stuff, like at this point, until I play the game, I don't believe anything. Has Bethesda released anything since '76? Other than like DLCs and like, I don't think so. Dang. So they've just been really working on Starfield and well, and uh, Elder Scrolls. Like they said too. Um, well, no, Elder Scrolls is still in pre-development. They're not working on it until they're done with Starfield. So that's the thing. They like announced Skyrim to just literally be like, hey, yeah, we'll make a sequel. And that was announced, what, like a year and a half ago? But they're like, yeah, but we're yeah. not working on it. Like, it's not going to be in development until we're done with Starfield. So we're going to see Skyrim 6 or whatever it's going to be called. Elder Scrolls 6 in like 2025, 2026, probably, if I had to guess. Son of a bitch. Yeah, just because. Um, but I'm double checking their website, and okay, well, this doesn't help. It's also games they've published because they publish games. Um, that's the game's catalog. Um, yeah, they had Doom Eternal. Was that? Doom Eternal. Oh yeah, Doom Eternal. Was that? I think that was after, right? Uh, after seventy six for sure. Yeah. Um, and then Doom Eternal is fucking sweet. Twenty different Skyrim versions. Um, yeah, and then, we need to knock that off. And then they have Elder Scrolls Online like expansions. Yeah. But yeah, I think. You know, it's mainly it. I've heard Elder Scrolls Online is actually pretty cool, but I it's did, just like I played it for a while, years ago. It is pretty cool. But I've heard like recently it's like even better. Like, cause I know Logan and Steven were playing it about like two years ago and they were like loving it. They were showing me like this boss fight with a giant spider or something like that. My only problem is like early game was really fun and combat looked really fun. And then I tuned in once to Summit playing it and he was in like end game. And I was like, if this is end game. Yeah. I'm like out. suddenly <laughs> the combat didn't matter anymore. It was a bunch of ability spamming. And because, like, the fun thing with early Skyrim Online 2 was like, oh, every ability matters. And, like, a lot of combat is very important, like blocking and melee or like backing up. Like, it's, it felt like you were making decisions in a normal fight. Almost kind of like New World combat. Right. But then when I was watching it, it was just 
spam, 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 like less. And that's just more, like, more so just three, 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 right. three, and three, two, people, two, two. Some people like that and that's fine. But that's why I haven't played most MMOs because stuff like that just, and it, it became a lot more tab targeting. That was the thing with Elder Scrolls 2. A lot of it was not tab targeting, which is why I like New World as well. I'm just not a tab targeter. Let's see how many people are playing New World right now. Uh, if you, um, there are 25, 24 hour peak, 25k players in New World right now on Steam. It's not terrible. Well, it's not what I'm sure they want. No, all time though was 913,000. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Give it like a year, and I'll, I'll hop back in for a little while. I mean, I was like, I liked New World. I did too. The problem was but I, the servers were ass, and well, then well, that and then became. that's the biggest thing. Like, well, the two biggest things to me. One was the the journey to getting to end game was so much fun. Which is ironic because you're going to hear a lot of people say that was the boring part for them. Because like level, once you get around level 35 to 60, it's a lot more the same. A lot of like town quest boards and blah, blah, blah. But see, I'm a freak. Like that grind of me just like, I know what it I'm itched, doing. It is something. Number go up, monkey happy kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know why. I loved it. And then I got to end game. And we already knew they didn't have much plan for in-game. But then on top of that, pretty much everything that was supposed to be in-game wasn't even working. And so I was like, ah, what the fudge? So I kind of burnt out because, frankly, I like I crafted the best armor at the time, which took me... I don't want to talk about that. Um, like I, I essentially done everything. Um, so I was like, all right. Not only that, but I've played about 400 hours in a month. Uh, I've never done this. I've neglected everything in life. Uh, I need to stop. So I did, but I really enjoyed the game. Like Hopefully the core, back in a good... yeah. Did the you core see our server got wiped? Them. Wait, like our new world server? Yeah, it's for it gone. Like the what was oh, our server called when they like combined? Uh, I think no, ours was yeah. Kalnagor. Kal yeah, isn't Kalnagor like gone? Like maybe. Well, so here's part of the problem too. So that was my first problem. The second problem which was both what was interesting about New World, but also its detriment, was its player-driven economy. It's cool in theory. But what ended up happening was there was exploits every other day of new exploits where people would get like infinite gold, infinite items. And in a non-player-driven economy, that's fine. It can be fixed, whatever. But once those were running rampant for just even a couple of days, suddenly... Gold was inflated. Nothing mattered. All prices were scalped. Like, if you were working to get something and actually doing it with your own time, it's not worth it anymore because Joe Schmo over here duped it 2,000 times and flooded the market. And you can just buy it on the market now for... Right, and then they fix it once, and you're like, okay, well, that wasn't too bad. Two days later, new infinite gold glitch. And it's like... So then it just... Because that was part of it too. Like part of it was like, oh, like I can work and sell things on on the thing and make a living. Or like if I want to, that was part of it too. I leveled at one point on the server. I was the highest armor. I was the only level two hundred armor on the server. I was like I could literally just like make a living, armoring things for people. They pay me. But then suddenly it was like, okay, well now everyone's duping everything. Up oh, all these things are super. Up oh, and now everybody's infinite XP. Up oh, and then okay. 
Yeah. I hate it. Um, but the other thing was the server capacity because for the first week or two, it needed to happen because there's only a thousand people online at once on a server or whatever, 2,000, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and so they were having to like block new players from entering because queues were just getting ridiculous. There's like 18, 19 hours in queues and stuff. So instead, they closed a whole bunch of servers, including ours, made new ones, which is fine, but that's not a long-term solution for a game that's going to lose players as time progresses. And it started dropping. And so the problem was, like, our server, for instance, stayed closed for a good while, so there was no influx of new players. And especially in a player-driven yeah. economy with, with, like, a pyramid-tier system, you need people you need of the all new types. Right. Yeah. You need you need new people. The ever. rich needs the poor just as much, like right. as the rich need like want to be rich. Like so, like at one point, for instance, when I was crafting, I was one of the first ones to be able to craft like better bags. And I was like, "You're really proud of that." I remember that. Uh, yeah, and I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna make a killing." And in two days, suddenly everyone on the servers passed those bags, and no new players are coming, so nobody needs the bag. So it's just immediately moot. So the problem was that kind of backed it all up. They finally opened it, but at this time, servers were starting to just like empty out. And what it became was like you had like a 20 server list, and there's like three with like 500, and then others with like 80, 700, 80. With, and when it's player driven economies and stuff, like, yeah, it just, it just doesn't work. work. So then they eventually yeah, merge servers and stuff. There's only eight servers now on US East. Yeah. And I think that's where Kalgor was. Yeah. So they had to like merge them and stuff. And so, yeah, Kalgor probably got lost. Sad. Uh, you want to move on to QA? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Um, question for Papa Daddams in honor of the new film. What's your favorite Nicolas Cage film? National Treasure. Or Kick Ass, actually. Probably Kick Ass. <sighs> that's a good one. The thing is. I've always heard such good things about so many of his movies. Oh, like that and, one. There's one weird purple movie that has like a weird purple lens to it that he's in. That's a I real just, artsy weird movie that I know people really like. I haven't given Nicholas. I, I have brought shame to Nicholas Cage's filmography. I I need to see more of it. Have you seen Ghost Rider? That one I'm not sad I missed. That one <laughs> that one has been purposeful. That one, that one can stay. Missed. Yeah, I haven't. That one was. Let's see, like Pig. I've heard so many good things about that, but I haven't heard, seen that one yet. Um, let me, let me but do you know the backstory about this movie? Pig? No. Um, the whatever. one where he's like meeting Pedro Pascal yeah, or whatever? I, uh, the unbearable no, weight of massive talent? Yeah, no, I do not know. Um, so, I wish I had like my older brother here, Dylan, to explain it, because he, he, he's pretty much seen it all, and he understood the layers and stuff. But essentially kind of what ended up happening, and I'm sure I'm butchering this, and I encourage all of you, if you're interested, actually just go read up and figure out more about it. But essentially Nicolas Cage, big actor, making lots of money, um, was going into these films, a lot of them bangers, blah, blah, blah. But then he, I guess he's known to kind of be eclectic and a collector and eccentric and just kind of makes bizarre purchases. And so he would go through and essentially just blows through his money. Um, loses a whole bunch of his money. 
He'll blow it on like weird like um, statues. He'll just go and just give them some random price and be like, yeah, I'll just take the statue for X amount. Okay. And if you remember in the trailer of The Unbearable Way to Massive Town, yeah, like, I'll give you 15,000. Yeah, he's like, that's grotesque. I'll give you 15,000. So the whole thing is kind of a play on his life. And the reason he's taking this job or whatever in the movie is because just like in IRL, the reason you're like, why is not Nicolas Cage in all of these bizarre films that I've never heard of? Because of that. He essentially got to the point and in so much debt, he just takes everything just so he can make money. Um, and so I guess it's kind of like a play on his life and where he's gone in through it and stuff. So like, I remember seeing a comment or like a review about it and just like a little excerpt was, it's a really great movie, but you'll get even more out of it if you like know Nicolas Cage's lore and filmography. Um, so before I see that, I want to try and see some more things. Okay, I'll, I'll give you one to watch, and I'll watch it too. And we uh, either you could, we could do Pig. That's a Nicolas Cage film, or the one I've heard is really good is Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space. Let me look that up. Yeah, it's like it has like this weird purple lens to it. Um, and I've heard it's just really good and really funny and awesome. Like, but it's like one of those it super is. weird abstract movies. It is highly rated. Um. Sure, we can start with Colorado Space. A secluded farm and is uh, struck by a strange meteorite, which has apocalyptic consequences for the family living where living there and possibly the world. See, like what? Like that is what the movie's about, and apparently it's really good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about that movie. Uh, We'll go to Chives here. Says, have you guys seen the trailer for the new Makoto Shinakai, uh, the guy who directed Your Name and Weathering with You's movie? Uh, Suzumi no Tojima. Sorry, I'm fucking. I'm fucking. <laughs> I this. almost understood the couple. It looks things. pretty interesting. IMO. Um, let me look it up. Uh, S U Z U M E, and then no, and then Tojima, T O J I M A. No, I haven't heard. Oh uh, yeah, Suzumi no Tajimari or something. No, um, but those movies are super kawaii though. So. Yeah, I haven't heard about it. Uh, something that, a modern action adventure road story where a 17 year old girl named Suzumi helps a mysterious young man close doors from the outer side that are releasing disasters all over in Japan. Yeah, uh, his movies are always really interesting. Yeah, I hadn't heard I of it. I did love Weathering with it. You, but I liked it. Yeah, I didn't like it as much as your name, but it was still good. Yeah. Uh, Goo Boy says, Howdy, everyone. If you could change one thing about your favorite game, what would it be? Also, Fruit, please tell me you're going to see The Northman. Uh, some friends and I are going to see it soon, and it looks awesome. Cheers, fellas. So glad you asked. I saw it opening day. Oh. Didn't I talk about that last week? Because I saw it Thursday night. No, you said. I think you said you were going to go see it that day or something like that. I don't think you talked about it, actually. Maybe you did. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to see it Thursday night, but we didn't, so I saw it after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen The Northman. You see liked it. it? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Also, dude, Jesus. Man's yacked. Who? Oh my god. Uh Alex Skazagod or whatever, the main actor. Oh, um, he's just shredded I in mean, it. Everyone in that movie was, but like his traps, dude. I couldn't watch half the movie, dude. I'm like, oh my god. Traps are like the sort yeah. of facts. I was like, right? Jesus, dude, how? He was ripped. Yeah, and whenever I see someone with a super muscular back, I hate it because I just have back. You know, like <laughs> I tried to always work out my back and it was just well, and 
And I'm just sitting there too, looking at the scenes. Like he's got to be miserable right now. He's got to be dehydrated. Oh, because like he's got yeah, and like eighty percent of the movie he's shirtless and jacked all the time. So I'm like, this dude must have. He's either a freak, or he's after every scene he's like food, water. Uh, if I could change one thing about my favorite game, which would be CS:GO, is that I'd be good at it. (laughs) That I'm actually fucking good at it. Um, I don't know. I don't even know. What, I don't even know what my favorite game would be right now. Anyway, yeah, Satch. I'd just say, uh, I guess games that I like that are more obscure. I wish they would survive. You know, I wish uh, we were living in a world where we had like Battleborn Two right now. True. Um, Trayborn says, was there ever a hobby you found really interested in and then wanted to start but never did? If so, what stopped you? I have like a, a book full of things that meet that criteria. I thought football uh, was really fun and I really liked it and I was really good at it. And I stopped because I got a concussion and my dad and my soccer coach interventioned me and were like, dude, what are you doing? You're a soccer player. Like, Stop kicking footballs. Like, I was only kicking, too. Like, I would have loved to play, like, a slot receiver, like, maybe even corner. How'd you get a concussionist kicker? Well, I got a concussion at soccer practice. That's, like, the funny thing. Is like, Oh, uh, I thought hey, you got this... it playing football. Oh, no, okay. I got it at soccer practice, which is the funny thing. And then... Well, while, they like... say that, but ironically, you probably had a better chance yeah, it's as just... a kicker and make more money, probably. Yeah. It was just, it was a whole situation. But then I was like, all right, whatever, like, fuck it. And then in my head, I'm like, well, fuck it. Come be... back here, get more concussions over here. In a couple of years, I like, fuck this shit. I thought that made sense. I thought you were like, you did a little football, got a concussion from it. They're like, dude, what are you doing? It makes no, no sense that they're like, dude, no, what are yeah, you doing? Was, come back. In, over. It was at practice at soccer. And then, like, the, I think, like, kickoff or like, uh, the season started and I think my dad must have talked to my coach or something because my dad was not about it at all. I'm, and then yeah. I won't so, have my son playing this. I didn't get sport. the I, I didn't get the kick, which I was really sad about. But then I also like didn't really give a shit. Like whatever. Now I don't have to go and to football practice and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I have a gigantic list. Okay. Um thanks ADHD. Uh, the counselor says, not a question, just want to tell Rob, I was sorry to hear about Max. I just had to put down my dog because she had cancer and was in a lot of pain. It was literally the worst thing ever. I feel you and hope you, in time, you're able to heal. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Losing Max is probably the worst day of my life. Uh, but I have Willow and Albus now, which, you know, doesn't, like, fix it, I would say, but just makes the pain a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, we're, we're getting through it. Uh, Riles. Says, I know Mr. Fruit said he had bad knees when he was working out. Have any of y'all heard about knees over toes program? Exercises that are really good for strengthening knees and plyometrics for somebody with Os God Schlatter. It helps a lot. No, I've never heard of knee, knees over toes program. Well, look it up. Must be like all exercises have their knees like kind of bent over your toes type of thing. And it, that's what I would assume. I mean, not a form issue. I've tried to do stuff like that too, but I'll look at no, there's like a specific program. Um, Sir Harmonic 
says, since I asked about swords last time, uh, what's your favorite gun from any video game, movie, etc.? The uh, fully automatic battle rifle from the Halo series is mine. <laughs> ah. Um. This is my favorite gun. Gun. Oh. Um. Is that like actually like does it take out the clip and stuff like that? And that's why you have it just to like learn and stuff. No, just that's a, not like a real. That's not a real gat, right? Like that's like a. We'll find out. <laughs> it's it's uh, airsoft because okay. this is the cheapest gun prop I could get. Why did you need a gun prop? But you don't have one. Why do you make it sound like that's not something everyone gets? What are you talking about? Was it from that short video you made, or you just? Well, I'm gonna have it for more stuff. Okay. Um, and like you know, if you ever need to like fake out a robbery, be like you know, hey. Well, I feel like it. I'm just gonna get more shot. If that's the case. <laughs> more shot, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was like twenty five bucks. But yeah, it was the only thing I could get. Um, I'm trying to think. It would either be, unironically, the battle rifle from Halo. Always yeah. so satisfying to use. Or, I know we're going to make like, ooh, 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 hand canes from Destiny. I know people, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, 150 RPMs to be exact. Right. Only, though, right? Uh, it's just like, guns like that are just really satisfying. It's like why I, I suck as Cassidy, but I like to play Cassidy. Just using like revolvers and those kind of guns. And they're just fun to use like they're usually really satisfying um we'll do one last one here from classy because i have to start streaming here soon uh classy uh says mainly for raw because i believe blue and fruit have both of the have seen both of these if you're in the market for new tv uh daredevil disney plus and castlevania on netflix if you haven't canceled the sub already i did i have canceled the netflix sub um if i remember correctly they've both been brought up on the pod uh, in the past, but you shot them both down. Would especially recommend giving Daredevil a shot if Moon Knight isn't hitting you. Uh, and the fact that some of the DD's characters are in the MCU now. Uh, I would say start with Castlevania. It's really good. Okay, and that's like an it's like an anime, right? Kind of thing. It's Western, so it's technically not. But yeah. All right, we'll good. do one last question here. So, because so, that's everybody. Uh, you have to delete one of these things from. Per oh, this is from Fire. You have to delete one of these things from your permanently from your life. Uh, between social media, music, movie, friends, sports, video games. Uh, it's pretty easy. I'm cutting out social media. That would like save me. That or sports. Although, sure that would do they mean like consuming sports? Because I just don't play any sports. I'm sure that would be like consuming sports, Although, anything sports related. But they, but someone might say like weightlifting is a sport. So in that case, yeah, actually, yeah, social media would be pretty easy. I mean, it's not. I, I could just be like, oh, I'm giving it up today because I'm a social media addict, unfortunately. But wait, uh, isn't that YouTube? Then I wouldn't have a job. See, I was thinking so. Yeah, see, but I. I don't know. Hey, get rid of friends. Okay. Who needs them? 
Okay, so if I had to get rid- if social media was like you you had to find a new job then, then I'm not getting rid of that. I would probably get rid of fuck. Might get rid of music. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Either mute, but like I can't get rid of friends. Probably music. I think I probably get rid. Yeah, the only music I listen to is sometimes when I'm working out. That's it. So I I feel like I'm most flexible. I don't just sit around and listen to music. I've never been that type of person. Like I know Mm -hmm. people like need music to work and stuff like that. Like I've had roommates that just listen to music while they did homework and stuff like that. I not I'm not that type of person at all that just like listens to music. I'm with you. All right. Well, that'll do it for the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 132. One. One. Thank. Uh, I don't know. Thank you guys all for listening, watching. Uh, Thank you, Stans, uh, for being here live during it. We really appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully, next week uh, we find out if Blue's okay. Yeah. Thank Um, you, Blue. Appreciate you. You guys can find me everywhere on the internet. You can find me everywhere off the internet. Nice. Bye. Because you gave it up. That's right. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.